Sir Ian Botham, welcome to Two Smoking Guns. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Yes, <laughs> an intro of that. 2020 COVID-19 handicap over 1,900 metres. Brian Adams, everything I do, I do it for well, you. for a film, though. Turgid song. <laughs> Australians all let us ring Joyce because she is young and free. Roger Federer, you're getting better every time I see you play. All of these Scooby Doo movies. And you're listening to Two Smoking Guns. They think The Godfather's a documentary. Well, you're with the two smoking guns once more, and um, good morning to you, Scotty. Uh, good morning to you, Rutsy. And um, today we <laughs> thought. <laughs> now, um, Scotty and I, for the listeners, <laughs> Scotty and I play a bit of this game uh, called golf, and it's not in the pub. <laughs> and it's there's many other four letter names for the game. Yes, often many of which get uh, commented upon when we do play around. Yes. Why did they call golf golf and not yeah, yeah. F, F dot dot dash, yes. Or if somebody wants to describe it to me, um, it's called whack F. Yeah, whack F, that's <laughs> correct. That's, or, that happens a fair or, bit. Or, or sometimes my game uh, could be described as army golf. Yes. Left, right, left, left right. right. Correct. <laughs> no, I've, I've witnessed that. <laughs> yes. Um, but we thought today... Yeah. Um, as we play it, we love it. Yeah, it's love a great it. game. Yeah, it's quite it. absorbing for those that uh, enjoy a round of golf. Love it on a number of fronts. And um, we thought we'd go back and find out about why. Yes. Why golf? Yeah, and no, how, why how golf. did it start and how did it happen? And Yep. And um, we've done some research. It's been <laughs> fascinating. It has been. To yes. discover what things that I didn't know about the game and the history of the game yep. and... All of that sort of thing. So we thought we'd share a bit of that today. Yeah, I think we're going to. We're, um, in fact, I think I shared with you uh, last week, and we might have sort of been walking out of the studio. Um, I thought the origin of the eighteen holes was based upon the fact that there were a couple of gents that had a swig of whiskey for every hole that they played. And by the time they got to the 18th, they didn't have the ability to go any further. So therefore, Shell declared it 18 holes. It's, but, a, it's a lovely apocryphal but, story. <laughs> and I'm sure that there are those that espouse to actually following in said footsteps. Well, I, I, after that conversation, I did... I did um, my, the extent of my research, of course, is uh, open Google, type in questions. Yeah. Um, I didn't even use chat GPT. No, I didn't either. I just put in, I just put in golf history or something. Now, can, I, can, I, can we digress just briefly? Yeah. Because, you know, I, I like... <laughs> would be unlike this show. Yeah, I know. 
Um, uh, and I'll open up the top by um, gamble responsibly. But I've yes. got something I need to share with oh, you before tip. I forget. A tip? Well, I was watching um, uh, watching some footage um, just before Christmas. So this sort of goes back several weeks. Mm. And um, there was a group of lads um, uh, who were very keen on a particular horse in, in an upcoming event. Mm. And, it's, and the event is still upcoming. It's ah. actually on the 27th of January, day after Australia Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a group of lads. I think I, I, my, my gut tells me there's sort of three or four of them sitting in a room and they were trying to put a bet on uh, on this particular horse. Um, the horse is called Cool and Fast. Ooh, I now, like the name. Yeah. Now, let me just share this with you, though. The sire of Cool and Fast is a horse you may have heard of, Savabeel. Mm, yeah, not bad. <laughs> um the dam mm. of this horse is a dam by the name of Cool and Sassy. Yeah. Not heard of not it. Heard. Other than the sire of Cool and Sassy is a horse you may have heard of, Testarossa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? So that's what they call in, in good bloodlines. So that's very good bloodlines. So this little fella uh, is a two-year-old cult. He's uh, got 100% strike rate nice. already. Nice. One race, one win. Okay, good. Right? <laughs> So he's only won $45,000, but these lads, and I'm not sure if they constitute a syndicate. I don't know how many people make up a syndicate. It can be two. Could you you and I be a syndicate? We're a co-owner if we're two. If there's three, it becomes a syndicate. Yeah, okay. All right. So let's call them a little syndicate. Mm. So they were um, putting this bet on, and uh, they said, let's see how we go. Uh, And the odds, if memory serves, the advance odds were about somewhere between sort of five or seven dollars, right? So... You know, starting to get nice and juicy. Anyway, the boys um, uh, go through the computer and um, lodge their bet, and, uh, and he goes, "We got it on." I went, "No, you just put a bet on." Would you care to f- uh, uh, have a guess of what their wager was? No, no, one million no. dollars. No, and they and that that went through and on it, the it, it, on the it, computer. It went through. I thought they had um, maximum. Well, these boys might be professional punters. Right. For I mean, they might have a special if they're if they're throwing, if they're throwing a, a lazy mill, mill million. Them. So I thought, well, there's got to be a little bit in that. If the boys are plunging six weeks out, yeah. Um, so she's I'll coming tell you up. What, there's a bookie there somewhere laying off madly. Yeah. Well. Um, so the the race is in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a place called Karaka. Never heard of it. Um, and if I can just quickly find something. That's, that's, a, that's a betting plunge, isn't it? Well. Uh, it's like what Packer used to do. Well, because I can tell you now, the last time I checked, it wasn't 5 6 or $7. Yeah, it was about it's, three fifty. It's come in, yeah. It's come in a little bit. Yeah, they've wound it in, the um, bookies. Yeah, they have. So... Uh, the first post I had here was January 20th, but that's been corrected. It's now January the 27th. The time of the race hasn't been declared, but it's a 1,200-metre race. It's at the um, Ellerslie Racecourse. Oh, it's uh, in Auckland, I yeah. think. Well, yes. well, there you go. So, Caraco, New, yeah. you know, New Zealand. Um, so, just get that date, 27th of January. Yes. Find that uh, that race Um with that horse in it, cool and fast. I, I reckon it might be sort of in the middle of the day-ish. Yeah. So it might be a race sort of four or five yeah, or two six. Two-year-old, yeah. Right? Um, 
and the prize money for that race is a million dollars as well. So they're, so, they're, um, they're set. We'll be keeping well, an eye on that one. Yeah, so Report uh, back, I Scotty. just thought I might get when on. I started to uh, look into the horse, and I thought there's got to be a lot more to this if these boys are having a said plunge. So There were a anyway. few running around yesterday on the Gold Coast, Magic Millions. Yeah. Uh, the, the young horses, the twos and the three-year-olds. Yes. Yes, very good. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. we are going to talk about golf, and uh, I think you and I sort of found a similar sort of reference point, so feel free to jump in. And Well, well I, to, to your point before, why I had 18 holes, it's not because that's how many drams are in a bottle of whiskey. Right. Um, but um, it's, to my uh, knowledge and uh, small amount of research, um, St Andrews is sort of uh, recognised as the home of golf. Yeah. Um, and there's a history before that, which I'm sure you'll yes, go into. Yes, there is indeed. But um, that's, of course, where the Royal and Ancient Golf Club is formed, and that's the organisation that sort of um, condensed the first rules of the game. Yep. As we know it today. Yes. And, um, of course, they had 22 holes at one point, St Andrews. Yeah, they did. And, um, but what they did is arbitrarily... They thought a few of the early ones were a bit short. Yeah, right. So they merged them and yep. ended up with 18. Yeah. So um, it's actually basically since then, every golf course has just followed that, you know, um, concept. That rule. That well, well, not even not really a rule. A rule. It? It's just that's how many holes there are just, in that game. They just copied them when they built golf courses. And, of course, after that, it stuck, the game sort of exploded in England. You know, yeah, so everyone was building golf courses. Yep. Um, and um, of course, they just sort of went um, with the eighteen in, in mind. So yep. that's that's. There's nothing um, that special about how it happened. It just sort of no. happened by osmosis. And, and part and, and part of this, if I recall, was that you and I were uh, pontificating when we played golf last. Mm. That maybe um, there should be a push for it not to be eighteen holes. Well, you and I are of an age, yeah. where fourteen's about enough. 14's good, right? So two sevens, two sevens, you know, two and, we, sevens. and we go all right. Yeah. And then it's the last four fatigue where we yeah. sputter. A bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the arthritis kicks the in. Arthritis yeah, the kicks uh, the hammer and tack goes, That's and right. uh, you tend to lose most balls and in the last three or four holes. Playing well up to that point, yeah, you can push you through. But if you're having an up and down round, oh yeah, you've just pretty much thrown the towel. Yeah, if you've, whole if you've had a couple of wipes in the first nine, you <laughs> certainly don't want to see out the second. <laughs> if, if, if there's ever a, um, a halfway house at the fourteenth hole, that's when yeah. you're buying a couple of cans. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's not to say that we can't go and play golf and only play fourteen. That's, well, that's very true. We could but just it, sort of, but the way the golf organ is organised, I know, with scoring flows, and handicaps. Yeah, I know. Um, you, you wouldn't be able to register an official score. Anyway. I know. So uh, so so that's why we play nine. That's why we play nine. <laughs> or, or cut, please, for the 18. Yes. yes. Yeah, um, well, look, it is interesting because uh, the the research that we found, and I think we, as I said before, we, we found some similar documentation, and I'm not going to read it verbatim, but um, the early origins of golf actually go back to 1297. Yes. Well, I so heard this. So it goes back a very, very long way. 
play. Um, whereas now it's recognised that the modern game of golf um, developed in Scotland from the Middle Ages onwards. Right? Well, they were playing in other countries yeah, back then, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and then eventually it spread into the UK. But really it goes back, um, it's the, the, the Dutchers. The Dutch. The yes. Dutch, yeah. So a, a golf-like game... Yeah. Um, is taking place allegedly on February the 26th, 1297, in Lennon on de where the Dutch played a game with a stick and a leather ball. Mm. So it was a leather ball. Could have been then. hockey. Yeah, exactly. Could have been the, golf. The, Who knows? the winner was whoever hit the ball with the fewest strokes into the target several hundred yards away. Scholars argue um, that this game of uh, putting a small ball into the hole in the ground using golf clubs was also played in the 17th century, so the 1600s, in um, Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, we that, reckon the Dutch. Yeah. So, the well, Dutch. that's what they say. Um, the Dutchy. So there's a scene uh, of late 13th century manuscripts depicts a game with clubs and a ball, possibly a game of what they then called Kolf, K-O-L-F, referred to by a particular gent. It's considered to be the earliest known depiction of a golf-like game. Golf? So it's called golf at that point in time. Yes. In 1261, Middle Dutch manuscripts of a particular poet, he made mention of a ball game uh, which was called Mit Enya Gulen. Yeah, very good. With um, golf with a C or golf with a K, yeah. meaning club. That's it. That's the Dutch word for club. This is club. the earliest name mentioned in the Dutch language of the game of klof, um, as played in the, what they called the Low Countries. Well, that's where the uh, you know the old the dike they use yeah. dikes now. Now I'm, to keep I, the water out. Of I'm going to I'm going to attempt to do some Dutch today, yeah, very uh, good. right? Um, just for the purpose of entertainment only. This will be and good. Any Dutch people, please forgive me for my pronunciation, but I'm going to have a lot of fun doing it. Good. If you can uh, follow with me, in 1360, the Council of Brussels banned the game of golf. Why? Well. Uh, let, let me explain this in pure Dutch to you. Okay. <laughs> we uh, He who plays at Kolfs pays a fine of 20 shillings or they will confiscate his overcoat. That's, I love that. <laughs> so they used How to good play with an overcoat. Yeah, well. Well, uh, you've uh, got to be dressed for the game. Well, exactly. Because they were always high dress standards. Imagine teeing off at Sandy in an overcoat. <laughs> overcoat. Yeah, with, what, with a hat and scarf and yeah. gloves? Of course. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, um, 1387, the region of the county of Holland, Zealand, and Hunt, Albrecht of Bavaria, Sealed a charter uh, for the city of Brielle in which it was forbidden to play any game for money. So, so there goes all the fun. There goes all the fun. <laughs> One of the exceptions to this ordinance was Den Baldmitter Kolven Tislen Botten Dovest. You're getting better. I am getting better. Yeah. Um, which means to uh, to play the ball with a club outside the town walls. Right, so, so they'll the play inside the town walls. Well, that's so, going to be dangerous. Yeah, well, it? apparently. Uh, two years later, in 1389, the regent Archbrecht offered the citizens of Harlem a field called De Bain, which is course, course, yes. course uh, to be used exclusively for playing games, especially Klof or Kolf. 
because these were too dangerous within the city walls. Fair enough, too. Um, there's a golf book. That's an early example of occupational health and safety. Yes, e- exactly. Yeah, they're in the full PPE. A couple of people just getting brained by a leather ball, and they say, move it outside. The oh, walls. gosh. Uh, a game similar to modern day golf features a bo- uh, in a book of hours from 1540, which is based on this association, acquired the name of the golf book, um, anyway, illustrated or so on, in 1571, the book, Biblia Datsisch, Dugansht, Halik, Schrift, Grondelik und Trugwick, Werdeschlecht, means uh, the game of golf played with a bat and satch. And a sack, which is a sack. must be a word yeah, for ball. For ball. Mm. Anyway, um, I don't want to bore the uh, bore our listeners with too much of this stuff. There's another one that. But, but looks, we're enjoying your Dutch. Well, I don't know you are, but anyway, <laughs> thank you for the compliment, and I'll take it. Um, there is another one, but I won't do the Dutch part. Um, let me just say, oh no, I will because it's really nice, actually. Uh, in fact, I I think I sort of half understood what it meant before I read the interpretation, which no. is interesting. So see how you go. We're getting better. Um, uh, April was the more clear weather met on wind and still do not with on court to on their mid to colven. I'm also on Oleden what Raka to Matron the why Ali Middleton to Jokt. Well, the first bit sounded like the weather was pretty good. Or well, something there you go. Like so the 3rd of April. The weather was nice mm. and clear, and the northerly wind, so wind. Yeah. Wind. That I made reference to. Um, uh, the, the wind and quiet. Then we made a kolf um, to play kolf with and thus made our limbs more loose for which we sought every means. Fantastic. Anyway, there we go. Uh, so they, they, the weather was nice and they'd limber yeah, up. Yeah, look, the weather was nice. Had a game then, of kolf. So then it sort of goes on. Here's a, here's a ripper. Monday. Uh, uh, on a Monday in December. We're not sure which one, but no, just a Monday. Just a Monday. In 1650. Yeah. Didn't really matter. Party of men came to uh, this chap's house, yeah. um, which attached to it was a tavern. Oh, I mean, what a house. What a house. It's got a tavern attached to it. Tremendous. <laughs> um, to drink after having played a round of kolf for brandy. Sometimes during the drinking sessions... Um, uh, so and so, um, uh, this one particular man's wife, uh, Maria, she was the tavern keeper. Yes. Of, um, uh, they accused her of having wiped out two strokes at once, although she had tapped or poured two Romas, green wine glasses, mm-hmm. uh, of a brandy. Apparently, the losers of the match were required to pay the wager to Maria upon re- re- arrival at the tavern. She then recorded the amount um, with chalk on a piece of slate as credit towards the brandy to be consumed by the winners. Very good. Each stroke on the slate probably represents two romers of brandy yes. or a round uh, for the two men on the winning team. Eventually, the two of them, um, <laughs> these two blokes ended up fighting. <laughs> the other two players, which included a couple of other dudes there, they ended up killing each other. <laughs> Over the accusations, but managed to apologise before dying. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I accused you of cheating. Yeah. Bang. But good night. <laughs> oh, look. Well, the, golf, the, golf does raise uh, often some strong emotions, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and when you were talking earlier about, you know, dangerous, um, the, the, apparently um, there were people... Uh, uh, 
it says it says having heard divers. So whether there's people sort of diving out of the way of these balls flying through the air, I don't know. Complaints from the uh, burgers of this place against playing golf at the uh, golf along the streets, which causes great damage to the windows of the houses of and exposes people to the danger of being wounded, and is contrary to the freedom of the public streets. So what's the uh, <laughs> so there's two things in there. I'm just unpacking that. Yep. The the history of wagering on golf yep. started in 1650. Yeah, that's right. Which is the tradition where if if, if we play a four ball or we, we we challenge each other, that's it. Um, you know, the the loser shouts the drinks. Yeah, that's it. There's no argument it's about just, that. It's that's just how it's done. Even we today, we don't have to kill each other no, over we, it. It's we just don't. buying a we, drink. Yeah, we don't need to. Don't need to do yeah, that. I mean, and then the other thing that um, that. that comes out of that is um, playing golf in the streets is probably not a good idea. No. Um, and because you can hurt windows and property and people. Um, wonder what the early word for four was in Dutch. Duck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then we're sort of... Uh, the, but then it sort of starts to become a, a bit more, um, oh, I suppose, serious, I guess, when, you know, when, as you mentioned before, you know, the rail and... Uh, well, the English and the Scots The Royal and the Ancient Club yes. uh, golf of, of St Andrews, right? So we're, we're, you know, now back to 18 holes, as you said, um, and it clearly originated... Um, the alteration of Dutch kolf or kolf, meaning stick or club or bat, itself related to bell clapper and the German kolben meaning mace or club. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So, anyway, uh, again, lowest number of strokes, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, the first documented mention of golf in Scotland appears in 1457. That's early. That's a Earlier long than I way thought. back, old mate. Mm. Um, uh, an act of the, uh, <clears throat> it appears in the 1457 Act of the Scottish Parliament, an, an edict issued by King James II of Scotland, yeah. prohibiting the playing of um, of games of golf and football. Football, yes. Football. Soccer. Football. As these were a distraction from archery practice for military purposes. Well, you'll have to keep the mind focused because we need the archers to, to be able to kill the enemy. Well, they might have helped their putting. Why are you off play, playing golf yeah, and yeah, footy you meant, for? You're meant to be doing archery. Yeah. Come over here, young man. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, it was described as an unprofitable sport, mm. probably for the losers. Well, <laughs> gee, a lot's changed since 1457. Well, uh, and then it was banned again by Parliament under King James the Fourth of Scotland. But golf clubs and boards were bought for him in 1502. Uh, in 1502, when he was visiting Perth. Well, it's in Scotland. Yes, yeah. Scotland. And on a subsequent equation, uh, when he was in St Andrews in Edinburgh, Mary, Queen of Scots, she played, played golf. Yes. Uh, she was accused of playing pell-mell and golf at Seton Palace after her husband, Lord Darnley, was murdered in 1567 when she ought to have been in solemn mooring. Well, it's <laughs> mooring. Go, Morning. Go to a funeral or go to the golf course? I oh, know. It's so a pretty, pretty good day. Pretty good day. Pretty good day. And she had been following her usual amusements in the jo- in the adjoining fields the, that were plainly not adapted to women. Well, it's the first probably recorded episode of a woman on a golf course. Pretty hard to hit a golf ball if you've got an umbrella on. <laughs> 
one and two. <laughs> Those umbrellas they used to carry. Very true. Very true. Anyway, look, there's there's lots and lots of stuff that keeps going. Uh, Mary Coyne of Scots played in 1567. Uh, Did she? It says, yes. Yeah. Um, James the Seventh of Scotland, while still Duke of Albany, was said to have played the first international golf contest in 1681. Uh, when he participated in a game against two English um, courtiers as part of a bet over rights to claim the game for Scotland or England. Now, that would have been a bit of a testy old round, wouldn't it? Oh, hey? Yeah, but if violence on so, that one. Yeah, do you reckon they got to 18? Do you reckon much? there was a fair bit of, um, you know, sort of banter going on during yeah, that round? yeah. Chewy on your boots. <laughs> um, anyway, and then it goes back to you know the instructions uh, you well, know, for playing any, golf. Yeah, I did read something that um, you know how when we play golf, yeah, um, most of it's surrounded by this concept of par. Yeah, right. You know, there's, sort of there's, the, a, there's a par on each hole, or the, the strokes you should take to finish the hole. Exactly right. Yeah. Do you know how that started? Because it wasn't always No, but whoever, right. whoever decided that some of the par threes and fours I play on, <laughs> they should be eights and nines. <laughs> well, they were. They were. They were. Oh, they, they were par sixes back oh, then. Oh, were they? They were. That's like eight ball overs in cricket. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. God, God forbid. Oh, but it's obviously the par, the concept of par is pretty interesting, right? Because yep. it's a... It's a sort of an arbitrary judgment of the quality of the. It's, it's important because it's the it's the way you score in golf. It's the arguably, yes. but it's this concept of the quality of the hole, right? So how hard it is to play or how easy it is to play. So you can grade different holes based on their par rating, right? Par three, par four, par five, etc. Yeah. You can also it was used to grade courses. Yeah. You know, most golf courses are par seventy two. Yes. Some aren't. Some, no, some, some are some, 70, some, 71. Some are, some are different. Yep. And it's also a concept of assessing, obviously, difficulty. You know, you might have a, a par four, but it might be yep. shorter or, or longer, but it's difficult. Yeah. So all this happened around the time of that. You mentioned the Royal and Ancient yep. uh, St Andrews, and there's two, two guys involved. There's young Tom Morris and old Tom Morris. Oh, right. Father, son. I thought you were going to tell me there was Mr and Mrs Parr. <laughs> and old Tom Morris won the one of the early uh, Scottish Opens, British Opens. Yes. And then Tom Morris, his son, won it four times in a row. Yeah, good lad. Um, died at 24. Ouch. Hit by a golf ball? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I think he, he was sick. He, was he? He, he, had, he had an illness. But... Um, 24 years old, but he'd already knocked over four um, four majors. Well, I didn't call majors then, but four opens. Yep. Um, but that was around the time where they started saying, okay, how do we measure the best golfers? Because it used to be just me playing you. Yep. Right? Yep. And uh, if I beat you, the lowest yep. number of goals, I win. Yeah, that's you know, right. You could have added 115, yep. I've had 113. It yep. doesn't matter. Whatever. Yep. But the original the concept of par was you play against the course. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're not necessarily, you may, you may have a competition, we may have a comp. Yeah. But by measuring the golf course and saying you should be able to play this golf course in 72 shots, for yes. example. Yes. It's basically saying every hole you challenge yourself against that course. So you're either on par or yep. one below birdie or bogey. Yep. Or, you know, two over or two under Double or whatever bogey. the question is. Yeah. So that not, was the not, first not many origin. Al- not many albatrosses. Around, it was only 1911 when really? that sort of entered the, the vernacular. Really? This concept. That's of, not very old. Playing against In the scheme the, of, the, of the game of 
Golf. No. <laughs> so when it was first, in 1911, these were the initial yardages. Right. Right. Yes, they were prescribed. Meters, yes. Right. A par three course was considered anything that was under 225 yards, yeah, which yeah. is about 205 metres. Yeah, okay. Right? Yep. Anything between that and 425 yards or 380, 390 metres was yep. considered a par four. Four, yep. Anything up to 600 yards or 550, 548 um, metres was considered a par five. And anything over 600 yards was considered a par six. That's called a drive in a car. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it's, they've had a few changes, but the latest was only in 1956. Right. Where a par three is now anything under 250 yards, 228 metres. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A par four can be anywhere between that and 470 yards, which is 430 metres. Yep. And a par five is anything over 470. Now, is that because as time has gone on and it continues to do so, technology and, and yes. the, 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 the clubs that you play with obviously became better. So there's a question now, Scotty. That's 1956. Yeah. It's now 2024. Yeah, that's right. It's a hell of a lot's gone on with technology and, as you say, strength of players, etc. Yeah. it might be time for a revision. It's very, very close because there are many players that are capable of driving the green on a par four. Yeah. I mean, Tiger Woods is one, yeah. for example. John Daly used to be able to do it. No, he's one, one on a par five. <laughs> um, so it might yeah. be arguably time for the Royal and Ancient to sit down over a couple of drams in whiskey. Yep. And have a think about that. Well, that's interesting because then, so you've got, a, there, there's a number of things going on, isn't there? There's not only club technology, yeah. um, you, then you've got the individual themselves, obviously, you know, you're They're not stronger walking around. And, stronger, yeah. core strength, you know, all of, and then ball technology. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then potentially even quality of the golf course they're playing on, you know, by way of how but, they're kept up and it, manicured. But it's and tricky, right, because the golf courses are built and in many cases surrounded by um, housing or Dunes or whatever. trees. or So they can't really change too much. No, no, no. I was thinking more of the quality of the grass potentially and how it might have been treated and, and mowed and, and, you know, the tools that and they had smoked available. Smoked in All of that. I'm, I can't imagine the greens in 1657 were as good as what they are today True. Is, is my point. True. Yeah, they probably had cows eating the grass just to keep it low back then. Yeah. Um, I'd be I'd be fascinated to actually see what machinery they did use in order to keep those golf courses in good nick. Back when? Yeah. Goats, probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I reckon it was just a bunch of goats and cows yeah. just eating the grass to keep it low. <laughs> so um, we're back to um, the oldest rules of golf. So we've talked about some rules there. Yeah, well, why don't you step us through but that? They were written in uh, the late, well, the mid-1700s, yep. um, which is, is, is lovely. These are the golf rules for the company of gentlemen golfers. Yeah, lovely. Of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Apologies later, to the ladies. Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's right. Well, this, is, this is just history, <laughs> right? I'm not, re I'm not revisionist. Only repeating fact. Um, which was later renamed the Honourable Company of Edinburgh Golfers. Yeah, lovely. Hey? Yeah. Honourable Company. Yeah, honor, lovely. Honour among thieves and, and cheats. Yep. Um, at Leith Links. Now, Leith Links was the precursor to St Andrews. Yes. In fact, a lot of St Andrews was borrowed from Leith Links, if you go back in Scottish yeah, history. Yeah, right. Um, and they had articles and laws at playing golf. 
Yes. And that's, um, they're now no, they're known as the Leith Rules. The Leith Rules, correct. And um, it supports their claim to be the oldest golf club, although, you know, there's some dispute around that, of yeah. course, yeah. as there always is. Yep. Um, there were, some of the rules were your tee must be upon the ground. Well, that's probably a good place for it, that's I would have thought. for it, I would have yeah. thought. Hey, actually, can I play this one off the top of your head with my tee? <laughs> Just like... <laughs> you are not to change the ball which you strike off the tee. No, you can't change your ball unless you lose it. Good you're really. allowed to you're allowed to mark it and pick it up and clean it on the green, mm-hmm. but you can't touch it until yes. it gets to the green. Correct. Right. So these are these rules. Tell you know, Donald Trump that. Chumpy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole book around him cheating oh, at golf, isn't there? I think Commander in Cheat, it's oh, called. Yeah. Commander in Cheat. That's Very magnificent. Good. So there's a whole long history there, and I know everyone that plays golf has probably got some element of the history, but um, you know, they then travelled the world, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. Scottish soldiers, British expats, they took it all to the British colonies, of course. They went to Africa, they went to Mauritius, they went to France. Yep. Um, you know, that's just started really growing outside of that. Um, and it really, really did take off in the late 1800s and, and the early um, 1900s, yep. where it became probably an established competitions and... Um, they started competing internationally amongst the empire originally. Yes. So you'd have Australia, New Zealand, Canada, South Africa, Singapore. Um, yeah. Often, often for the uh, for the uh, for the benefit of British visitors, but uh, <laughs> in the same way that they used to have uh, like raffles, you know, as hotels for the oh, oh. for the British colonists who. Oh, that's sort of a spot of golf oh, and, yeah, a, and, and a little hotel to stay and, at. And a, and a Singapore sling. And a Singapore sling. <laughs> I, I would love to. This just sounds romantic. Wouldn't you love to play at the Royal Calcutta Golf Club? You would, wouldn't hey? you? Back in 1829. And there's a, there's, a, there's a thing, I think, and I'm sure not, a lot of golfers do this. They have this, um, obviously everyone wants to play at St Andrews, of course, because yeah. of the heritage and the fascination. But yeah. a lot of people do go and try and play at these... Um, Esteemed golf oh, courses, uh, members only, of course. Yeah, to be invited yeah, yeah, to play. Yeah. Well, we've got a few of those here. We do <laughs> right in our own backyard. We do indeed, <laughs> we do. Um, so there's may, maybe they should have, you know, just one day a year. Just call it Peasants' Day, <laughs> and you're allowed to go and play it. You know, the one that's around the corner here, and the nah, one that's you're <laughs> never going to get on that one, mate. I'm actually playing that one in a few weeks. Uh, you have to be invited. Uh, you do have to be invited, old son. You have well, to exhibit a certain well, amount of in etiquette. Fact, there, there are two clubs that I'm going to be very closely affiliated with shortly, but nothing to do with golf. It's to do just with business. Oh. <laughs> yes, but I'm not going to get to play. No. I get to go in the clubhouse oh, and I get to meet the board. Do you have to take your shoes off? I'm not sure. I shall spit and polish yes. <laughs> until I can see my face in my so shoes. So the history of golf, it's good to know that there's a bit of history to the game yeah. that we play and enjoy a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, um, but I, I did read um, when we were talking earlier about you know you and I having this thing about you know really it should be fourteen holes. There is a movement, um, and it will never get up, I'm sure. Um, but there is a, a quite a groundswell for people suggesting that it should be fourteen holes. Well, see. All, it's simple, right? It's like pickleball and tennis, to use that analogy. Right? Yeah, All you have so. to do is change the scoring system to say, look, today we're going to play a 14-hole tournament. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Scores of the holes. Yeah. These are the holes. Yeah, and just take one or two out that are sort of close to each other. So well, you mate, walk across you to the next one. And they have nine hole golf comps. Yes, they do. And they have eight in hole golf. Comps, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So why why not? Well, that's what I'm saying. In the middle. Surely it's, you could just twig the the numbers around a bit and make it work. Oh, it's no? Twenty twenty cricket. You know, it's going to take a bit of a revolution, but it's kind of come around that way. What about if somebody just made a fourteen hole golf course? Well, I wonder if you're allowed to. Maybe there's rules that says no. Nah, it's nine, or it's eighteen, pal, or twenty-seven, or I need to do some homework. Mm. I don't know how many people I would mean, enjoy playing it, but anyway, but, well, because they wouldn't be able to um, appropriate the score from that to their official handicap from but, Golf Australia. No, that's true. But then there are golf courses that are just par three golf courses. That's true. And there are golf courses that are just par three and par four golf courses with Correct. no par fives. Correct. So they're already tweaking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, they've probably some of these courses that are only threes and fours were probably three, fours, and fives, and the fives just became too short because of technology. Well, you, know what, and you know what you and I can do when we play golf? What can we, we do? We can play eighteen. Yes, but we could just um, choose the best fourteen for our competition. Well, we could, we could do, do that, that too. Yes, that. we can. We can have you can have two a holes each that are mulligan. Two holes. mulligans. <laughs> two mulligan holes. Yes, we're going to play a game of mulligan today. Mulligan golf. Mulligan golf. We just invented a new game. Correct. Well done, sir. Correct. Now I might finish if if, if I may today oh, with my favourite golf joke. Oh, I, I was trying to think of um, what you might be playing as by way of music no, around golf. Well, I, I haven't got a, mu- a music, so I might I'm gonna find one and chuck one at the end. But All right. this, this is a gag I heard some time ago. It's about two blokes. Well, one bloke goes to the golf course. Yes. It's late. It's late one day. Yes. And this guy's just swinging an imaginary club. Right. And walking, uh, walking up and swinging it again. And right. He came up to me. He said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm playing imaginary golf." It's right. part of my visualisation process around how I go about my game. He said, sounds interesting. He said, would you like to join me for a round? He said, sure. We'll just play, you know, five hole, you know, match play. You right. know, yeah. you know with, a, with a side bet on it. Right. So they get to the first tee and the guy sort of puts his air tee in the ground and his air ball and he picks out his air golf club and swings and he goes, oh, I fit that pretty well. I think that's uh, just slightly down the middle and uh, it's just tailed off to the right, just short of that bunker there. The next guy gets up and he does the same. He said, I've hit, I think I've hit that a little left, but that's okay. My biomechanics are telling me that. So they go up to their respective in imaginary golf balls and this guy hits his next shot. He said, oh, well, I've, I've, I've got that on the green. I might have just rolled off the back, but uh, what a, wasn't a bad shot. Next guy goes, oh, well, I've... I've Skinny that a bit, but uh, it's run up onto the green. So they, they both putt out, you know, two putts, and, and they're all square. So the next hole, you know, the, the next guy stands up. He goes, well, I've chunked that a bit, but it's not a bad shot. Next guy, you know, the, the, the newcomer, I'll flush that. I'll flush that. That's gone a mile, mile straight. <laughs> so anyway, they get up to their respective well, This goes on for a while, so they've got one hole to play. And, um, you know, there's a wager on. And um, the, uh, the experienced imaginary golfer steps up and hits it. And he said, I've hit that well. It's probably my best drive for the day. <laughs> Next guy steps up and goes, oh, I've hit that nicely too. That's right up there. So, you know, game on, you know. So um, they set up to their respective balls and, uh, and uh, the newcomer hits first. 
Yes. And he said, um, oh, I've hit that well. It's, it's right next to the pin. And the other guy says, I hate to inform you of this, but you, you've just hit my golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, I, I win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got a, a 20 second to take <laughs> us out because this is my all time favourite. There's a chap on the tee and uh, a voice comes from the clubhouse. Would the gentleman on the ladies' tee please come back to the men's marker? Of which the golfer turns around and looks at the clubhouse and says, Would the bloke in the clubhouse let me play my second shot? (laughs) (laughs) Very good, mate. Anyway, uh, that's Two Smoking Guns for today, and we hope you enjoyed that little uh, trip down memory lane, or history lane, as we probably should call it, about golf, and uh, we will debate forever how long it should should go for, how long it should be played. And I think in this day and age where we're just just so fast-paced, we just want it to probably be over a bit quicker too you know because wives would be happy about that you know because oh, no, golf no, is no no it's just <laughs> oh, no. oh let me assure you they it's, would <laughs> it's longer in the 19th <laughs> yeah well maybe that's why you play 18 because <laughs> otherwise we're going to play 14 what i'm going to meet you at the 15th <laughs> now that's the clubhouse <laughs> hey my old mate that's been a, a great little uh, chat about uh, golf golf um uh, with sticks and bats and balls and and people dying and shooting at each other and apologizing before they do and apologise to all the Dutch people out there for butchering your language. And get on calling fast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, very good, mate. All right. See, See you soon. soon.